0: welcome and hello to a podcast
1: enter if you dare if you haven't picked up on it or you haven't joined us within this spooktacular month of October um you have been missing out and you need to go back and listen to our wonderful series on Um, our slasher movies and this is a real treat today we're going to go through the history of our favorite haunted house movies and to do that you'll have of course me Mitchell Regan but joining us as always For joining me, as always. I forget how words work. That's what happens when you get possessed. Um, After she's done telling me they're here, we have Teresa Stoddard.
2: I'm currently being possessed by someone with a very bad cold. Yes. So if you hear that, it's not me. It's the possession. Um... Mitchell was so kind as to share. Yes. So if you were in the tortoise episode,
0: tortoise. The Urban
2: Tortoise Incursion. Tortoise. I guess, tortoise. I love you, Carmilla. Um, yeah, that's a great episode. Make sure you check that out. It goes over Reservation Dogs, the pilot episode, which is great.
1: And she also shared a lot of her
2: and we got the first um chapter of her novel Star Blood which is also available on Amazon as a book, but it's also available as a graphic novel as well. So that is really cool. I definitely want to grab those.
1: Um, and if you have been following since the beginning of October, you'll notice we perhaps missed a date of posting for our Friday night, fright, uh, fright,
2: turned into spooktacular Saturday, which turned into scary Sunday, which turned into monstrous Monday, which is now, but tomorrow will be a terrifying Tuesday.
1: We have been possessed by the most evil of colds, and uh, therefore, we have decided to still bring you our podcast uh, as usual on Tuesdays. Fridays uh, will be a real treat. You'll get to hear us recap uh, the latest uh, Mike Flanagan projects of um, the Fall of the House Usher.
2: In name only, nothing to do with Poe. We'll get into that later.
1: Um, And then afterwards, that next Friday, uh, or Tuesday, we'll have our regular... Uh, Deep dive into some television, movies. Uh, We're hoping possibly over the weekend to get a chance to see the latest Scorsese, The Killers of the Flower Moon. That'd be fantastic. Um, And then Friday, we decided, um, just because of time constraints and...
2: And I like the idea I came up with better for the, like, kind of decades of war.
1: Right, we're so
2: we have we found one as early as 39. We have not gone that, that far back.
1: Well, if you um, want to go even further back, 27 is not which is also a creature feature.
2: Okay, absolutely. We'll add that to the list then.
1: Okay, um, I'm gonna have to fight you on some of those because some of them I feel like are much more important than others, but yes, we'll highlight.
2: Well, I'm also fighting you on some because I don't believe they belong. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'll
1: be an off-mic yeah. conversation, but I can't wait to have it. I've
2: got the gloves ready. Okay. I'm going to challenge you to a duo.
1: Well, uh, for this podcast, the one you're turning tuning into and bearing with our uh, voices.
2: Our very sexy, sick voices.
1: <laughs> um,
2: do you smoke 10 packs of cigarettes a day? Why, yes, I do, dear.
1: Uh, we are going to be doing mean, a deep dive, deep dive into haunted houses. Now, if you were with us through our slasher films, we kind of at the end did a um, ranking, a live ranking of what we thought was the best. Uh, we're going to do the same thing for this one, so make sure you stay tuned all the way throughout, um, and we'll release that. We'll release our ranking of it. Yes. At the end, uh, so that. So I was
2: thinking of outside. actually releasing them. Once we do the draft, putting the whole draft up and then having like four different graphics that they can grab from the end of the month.
1: Right. Well, I just want to give them stuff mm-hmm. so that they, our listeners who are uh, wanting to watch stuff on, uh, wanting to watch stuff that's on streaming, that so they would get a chance to do so. But, I mean, we'll do that when we release our, I mean, when while we go through them anyway.
2: And moving forward. Um, something I'm working on is for all of our episodes to say where they're streaming, where they can watch right. them. Do you have to pay? Do you just need the app?
1: And not only that, but we're also, we'll, we'll cover them when we, when we go over each one. Yes. So we decided what we're going to do for the haunted houses. Cause I feel like in a way, a lot of the movies that come before each one uh, the next one kind of almost is like in conversation with other Like you could see where the influences are. You could see where the uh, inspiration for a lot of the stories come from or a lot of even like references. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to go back as far back if you could go into your makeshift TARDISes and go back into the late 1950s. We're going to start with our journey uh, to the house on Haunted Hill. The house on Haunted Hill. Um,
2: Might sound familiar.
1: Yes, to the Mike Flanagan. Or, like um, Now, that wasn't the story that he took that specific. Um,
2: no, much more just the characters.
1: Yeah, some of the characters. And the and this is like um one of those like late fifties um light heart uh Vincent Price um movies where it's just like they try to use their best abilities of practical effects. There's a William Castle directed, um Rob White written uh screenplay, um there's some pretty, like, I would say, now a lot of it is extremely dated, but at the time it was impressive uh, lighting tricks, uh, especially with a lot of the character faces coming forward and talking to you. Um, it's, uh, now, like I said, it's it's pretty dated when you watch it now. Uh, the whole story is centered around the fact that uh, Vincent Price is an eccentric billionaire. I mean, millionaire. Sorry, billionaire yeah. doesn't exist back then.
2: He would be a billionaire.
1: Probably, um, invited five people to the house. This is a pretty common. Um, now it is a pretty common um, conceit of the story. Um, it's a haunted house party. They have to stay at the night. They stay for one night if they want to earn ten thousand dollars. Shenanigans are then. Uh, take place. It you is here
2: some familiar names like Luke.
1: That is The Haunting.
2: But it has, no, it has Luke. The guy that stays there is the cousin, right? Of That's the, house. the Haunting. These are all the same movie, I swear to God. They're not. This
1: was <laughs> the weird one that had the skeleton and everything. The little vat of acid. Was it a
2: real skeleton?
1: It was a real skeleton. Matter of fact, I am to be Of all time is the fact that the skeleton has an acting credit.
2: I wish they would know whose body it was so they could put their name. That'd be so cool. And
1: this was at a time where, like, the prop for a skeleton was too expensive and too time consuming to make. So they actually used a real human skeleton.
2: That seems like the funniest, like, cutting quarters thing ever. Like, oh, actually, we're just gonna get you a real ass skeleton.
1: Yeah, the real haunting is the fact that they actually had to use a real skeleton <laughs> but no um no this is the one where um there's the the hanging the the guns and the coffins
2: oh yes okay but the other man also invited them
1: right but that was more of a paranormal yes one. But we'll get to that one in a second so
2: the setup is like identical <clears throat>
1: Slightly,
2: no it's it's so close,
1: well, no, 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 the original one was the offering of the money, the nineteen fifty nine one mm-hmm. um but...
2: okay, so the other one wasn't necessarily money, it was just them being like in their field of whatever, yes,
1: it was more of a discovery, we'll get to that mm-hmm. one in a second, okay. but uh, this one,' I'm trying to remember,
2: no, I brain, think this was only mucus. So you'll have to forgive my You're fine. You're fine. my uh, brain fog. It is quite spooky though. This one? The fog. Oh the, the brain, brain
1: fog. fog, yes. <laughs> uh, this one, if you want to watch it, is on Prime. It's on that's the word we watched it on. Um, so if you have Amazon Prime, you should be able to access it. It is free. It doesn't cost a thing if you have Prime. Um Mm-hmm. everything you wanted to add to it. I know you weren't a big fan.
2: So tell me like a big scene that sticks out to you so that I can better like because like I still like only feel this movie like the biggest sense in my mind. I watched so it but biggest, it doesn't really leave much.
1: The biggest scene in my opinion is when the wife hangs herself but then you find out it's a whole, like, a whole ploy. Mm-hmm. And she's working with the doctor because they want to kill Vincent Price. Oh, yes. And then they try to put him in acid. And then instead, they think he, it was him, but it's really a skeleton of him. And then he works the skeleton, like, as a puppeteer.
2: Like a marionette. That yeah. Was fun.
1: But yeah, it was. It's. That's
2: probably come down at the bottom of my list. I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but.
1: I know you're not a big don't fan.
2: Really like it was. It was fine. It was just.
1: It's it's very dated.
2: It's just like, it didn't feel too terribly original, which I know. Like, sure, it definitely set up some haunted house stuff for things to come after it, but it didn't really hold.
1: I liked. I liked some of the performances. I liked Vincent Price's performance. Um, where he just plays a Smarmy Millionaire and that's pretty much what he does all the time.
2: It's literally just his mustache.
1: Um, I like um Carol Olmarts, who plays his wife. Um, and then uh Carolyn Greg who played Nora Manning, who um she's pretty much like she's almost like the the, the audience avatar mm-hmm. that uh is she's the one who mostly experiences most of the spooks the um like the ghost going through the wall um yeah we can move on from this one if you want. I would like that. Okay. So that was the House House of Haunted hill Um next up we have the innocence this nineteen sixty one.
2: Now this was great. This held up well. It's a little weird, but
1: uh doesn't you don't, don't uh doesn't your father have a connection with this one?
2: Oh, it's like his favorite horror movie. I don't know if it's his favorite movie movie, but definitely his favorite horror movie. And we actually watched it with him and my mom I can't remember Was Jenny there to watch it. She
1: was. Okay, cool. Yeah, your sister was there to watch it with us. It is um a nineteen sixty one, like I said. Um it's uh Jack Clayton directed it. It's, it's based off of the Henry James novel, uh which was the turning of the screw. Of the screw. Um it's follow it's a story involving uh Deborah Kerr, who is uh, Miss Giddens, who's hired by Michael Redgrave, who's this uncle character. Um, he plays the
2: exact same fucking character as Vincent Price in the last movie.
1: Not necessarily.
2: It's it's just another branch of the same. It's character. like a
1: type. It's a type. It
2: was like okay, so instead of having a a wife and doing a party, I'm gonna go. But I
1: I do feel like the story is pretty unique.
2: Yes, I Um, I love this one.
1: It is... So she becomes the governess to an estate, and she is to watch over two kids. Uh, Martin Stevens plays Miles, uh, and then Pamela Franklin plays Flora. Uh, If you've ever seen... Yeah, there's... Or if you've ever seen The Haunting of Bly or Bly Manor, yeah, which is the other Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan work, um, they take a lot of um inspiration or direct copy for copy from it. It also has Meg Jen uh, Jenkins, who plays Mrs. Grouse, uh, Peter Wingrade, who is very terrifying, Peter Quince, um. And it explores kind of, like, the idea of, uh, in Victorian England, is this someone who um, is seeing all of these spirits or someone who is going through, like, large, it it leaves it open-ended?
2: I don't think it does because, um, remember the trailer, like, 5,000 times in a row that was, like, when one, the dead one, come one. to possess the living. And they said it like 20 times. So I kind of understood what was going on there.
1: I don't know. I think I think the intention is that it is open-ended. Oh. Whether or not she is... Well, I, I mean... Agree. You don't agree? Well, without giving it away, because the, the ending is very shocking... But I don't think you get to the ending without that, like...
2: I get where, like, she's not sure what she's seeing, but I don't think that we're not sure what she's seeing. So
1: you 100% think that there are spirits that inhabit the house. Yes. Um, I think it really is left up interpretation of the viewer, whether or not, like... Miss um, Giddens is going through a mental breakdown because of the like loneliness and isolation that the place inhabits and everyone else is like the same way because there it's like a lack of like it's all about um, what's the kind of abuse when oh neglect um, and there's a lot of neglect and isolation and that she also kind of gets absorbed into that, as well. Um, but I, I love this movie.
2: Same.
1: I think it's very original. I love the, the practical effects are really good. The lighting is gorgeous. Um,
2: Stop finding music boxes. Oh yeah, Just the
1: don't music box. Yeah.
2: Hey, Flora, what's that song you're singing? Oh, you mean the fucking scary one from the music box?
1: I think the two child actors are amazing. They're Mark terrifying. Stevens plays Miles and Pamela Franklin they're plays so, Laura.
2: Like, they're so sweet, so saccharine.
1: Right. Um, I think that it's like one of my... We'll see, but it's definitely up there. Um, if you want to watch this, I definitely recommend it. There is an amazing um, version on youtube it's like the first one you watch if you put in the innocence 1961
2: now we could also put it in the description
1: i know but i I want also yeah for for sure who are listening um but uh definitely uh you definitely want to take this one i don't want to spoil the ending because i feel like the ending is uh so shocking that you really need to Um, it says right here in the back line, Do they ever return to possess the living? (laughs) Uh, but yeah,
0: yes, Miss Jessup, and then the To come and inhabit
1: the children. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite hidden storylines is I definitely feel like that there was some sort of like sapphic relationship between Mrs. Gross and Miss Giddens. We can hope. Um, and I feel like it was really like underseeded, but like enough where and it
2: seemed even blatant. And for the time, I was very impressed.
1: Yeah, that's I guess more of the I was going off of, but um. Yeah, a lot of it's really good. Super recommends. Um, it's a movie that, like, if it came out today, and they were just like, "Oh, we just put it in black and white for like cool, like lighting, like the parts in um oh man, the Oppenheimer
2: oh, or yeah, like the, the lighthouse, you would a
1: hundred percent." Like believe? No, I'm talking about like the different the parts in Appleby are black and white. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would 100% believe it's a movie that could come out today.
2: Oh yes, it holds up like yeah, is so it good. holds up so well. The only thing you would notice is the language is dated, but you could just say this is a time period, right?
1: Place. And I think that that's what it is because yeah. it's in Victorian English. Exactly. So I think even at that time, especially because they take the Henry James
2: text mm-hmm. anyway. Um, Miles, you're one creepy little boy.
1: Oh yeah, and look some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's So, like, for a trigger warning, for like, there's some like some weird call CPS psycho, on these children, psychosexual. Yeah. Things
2: like. For
1: 1961, it's it's insane. Like the ways that they went.
2: Yeah. Not
1: for a shock factor, it's like 100% believable. But and they
2: kind of keep it like low key. It's very like subtle, but like yeah. it's spelling it out for you also.
1: All right. Uh, so we're gonna move off of that. We're gonna go this to this is
2: definitely gonna be in the top three, I'd say. Like, I, I don't see anything beating this out with like more than a couple, yeah, exceptions.
1: Uh, we're gonna move on from that, ironically, from one Mike Flanagan vehicle to the next one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which is The Haunting. Now, this
2: is what I thought the other one was,
1: right? Well, what's really confusing one is it
2: has Luke,
1: it has Luke, okay. What's really confusing is the one that we discussed first is called The Haunting on Hill House. This one is just called The Haunting. But it's
2: Haunting of Hill House.
1: But it's Haunting of Hill House. And then there's a remake in 1999, which is called The Haunting of Hill House. Like,
2: it's got the bent-neck lady. Yes. It's got Theodora Theora. What's her name? Thea. Thea. Thea?
1: Nell.
2: I think her name in the new one is
1: Theo. I'm almost positive it's Thea. Check. I will double-check with you.
2: Um... But yeah, it's got all those um so many of the effects in this were like phenomenal.
1: Yes, the sound, specifically the sound is incredible.
2: No, but remember, um, if I'm remembering my right haunted house movie, so many movies, so many apps.
1: Oh, all the stuff when it with goes the like this. Yeah, the spiral. No, lawn. no,
2: no, not that. When the whole room turns yeah.
1: Yeah. So it is Nell, Shirley. Oh you're right. Theodora. Theodora. But the other ones, Theodora, I really think they go by Thea. And it's not important.
0: It's important to me. I know it's
1: important. Um Yeah, and all the stuff just calls them Theodora. Anyway, so
2: Anyway. They're gay, it's great.
1: Oh, totally. yeah, Nell and Thea, big gay, big like gay. big, big. Meanwhile,
2: gay. other Mr. Price is just there, John Markway, yeah, being like, Hey, all
1: right, let me set up actually like the whole thing. So, I guess The Haunting, directed by Robert Wise. Uh, it's actually, I think, a short story by Shirley Jackson, that of like the lottery fame. Yeah. Um. It, the screenwriter also on it, Nelson Gidding. Uh, features like an amazing star-turning performance by Julie Harris, who plays Nell,
2: yes, who
1: great. plays unhinged amazingly well. Uh, then we have Claire Bloom plays Thea, Richard Johns plays Doctor John Markway. I love Ross Ross Tamblin as Luke Sanderson. Uh, then there's a couple of people who take care of the the grounds, Mrs. Sanderson, Mrs. Dudley. Um, you
2: don't really see them; they're not really there. Mr.
1: Dudley, yeah, it's mostly takes place with his his uh, John Markway's wife joins at the end, and like I guess maybe the biggest plot point of the mm-hmm. movie is they she gets lost.
2: Yes, and then um, if you love Hill House, you've got the red door, you got the spiral staircase, the spiral staircase, great touch, the um, hanging. Yeah, you've got. So, Bent Neck Ladies, there you go. They didn't spell it out for you there, but they let you imagine what was going to happen. Um, this one, another great one, definitely one of my top. It was really good.
1: The lighting for it's amazing. The effects are amazing. Mm-hmm. I think the, the a lot of the, like, where you could hear her thoughts.
2: Oh, yes, I love that. Her <coughs> inner monologue.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could like again I think this is another one where it's left in interpretation. It's it someone who's very going much
2: like during psycho she's in the car. Right. So it shows you no she's not saying these things out loud, but we've we're now in this cool situation where we can hear her thoughts. Like right, that's right, right. that's so cool. And um when I write I really like to get like internal like that.
1: I was gonna say um it also is another one that's open ended in my opinion, whether or not the house is haunted or that the main character, uh, Nell is going through a mental breakdown. I because think it's a
2: little column A, little column B. Like, because of, of like both.
1: the difficult time she's going through at home. And she obviously uh she feels herself homeless. because she sleep on the couch with her sisters? Oh,
2: the ending of this one. Woo.
1: Yeah, it's wild. That
2: was a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh and then she feels like very um like she she's she's always like had to be a with...
2: caretaker role, so she's never got to have her own life. Oh, I yeah, know we can understand how mother... that's happened. Um that's very relatable for a lot of people who have to take on that caregiver role. And when you she's even though this is seems like a really bad situation, she's like haunted house way better. Yeah. And she lies to them and says, like, I've got an apartment with all my things in it. Because she's, it's like a a point of pride for her, like, like a shame point that she doesn't have all those things because she's been held back by being a carer for her mother who didn't, like, she wasn't appreciative.
1: I also think, ironically, like, it also makes fun of horror tropes because Nell and Thea, like, make fun of the caretakers who are like, and after dark, it's bad. And then she's like, oh, let me guess, after dark, it's bad, right?
2: Oh, remember when they when they just say it again? They just repeat like yeah, words words yeah yeah. yeah. not talks. What the
1: hell? (laughs) I also love um. (laughs) They really try hard to like put it together with Doctor Mark Way, and um like when the wife comes and she's like, well, shit, there goes my thing. But again, she is definitely like they had to do all that because her and Thea. Definitely were a thing. You cannot convince me otherwise. Um, I agree. I, there's not really... I don't want to spoil anything. It's, it's really... I think it's almost like... While the other ones were... And especially the Innocents are really good. It's almost like... This is the first one, in my opinion... Where, like, the specific haunted house tropes come about. Where, like, the house is a character.
2: And, um, yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention with the innocence that um, Flora had her turtle, her torto- oh, the
1: tortoise. Oh, tortoise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the even the tortoise. But, uh, that is important. Oh, yeah, because we, we kept track of all the pets that are in the... Yes,
2: because we've had... Houses. There's music boxes. There's
1: pets. I think at the towards there's the end, I want to go through. I want to go through the tropes. I did that at the beginning of the Slashers. I felt like maybe it might be better to go through the movies first and then go through the tropes that we've seen. We'll do like a little tropes course of sorts. But I feel like that this movie, in a way, like gave birth to all the other movies that would come after it. About like what. Like a real haunted house movie would be.
2: Yeah.
1: And so yeah, the haunting. It
2: is very much the house personality. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um.
2: And I can't remember the specific shot if it looks like the house is looking back at you, but that's another big thing that. Oh yeah. That the houses are looking at you.
1: No, one hundred percent. Um. I'm just looking up where it's streaming. It is streaming on Max. A lot of what we're going to actually cover is streaming on Max um we could talk more about it when we rank it but um it's it's also i think like not to be all really lame but i think it's a visual beast uh especially if you want to see like maybe the top effects at the time yeah, definitely. um so we're gonna go from that movie to jump all the way to 1979 with amityville
2: so I actually posted like an Instagram post about this because I'm trying to get us more on Instagram. And so for location I put the Amityville horror house for it just as a fun little Easter egg.
1: Yeah. What did you uh, what did you think of it? It was the first one actually we actually wound up seeing.
2: As I recall, this one was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the ones that I said I don't think I want to rewatch. Yeah. Because um, 'cause they're in they're in two categories. Would I watch this again? Would I not rewatch this?
1: Yeah, rewatch. it. Now. not
2: <coughs> Pardon me.
1: Uh this is um Emily Bill Harner, released in nineteen seventy nine, directed by Stuart Rosenberg, written by Stander Stern, Jay Anson, George Lutz, it uh, starts uh, very young James Brolin, Margo Kidder, uh, Rod Steger, who had a larger role than I realized he did. Because um, uh, I saw I saw this a long time ago. This is one of the few ones that I saw before we did our, our, our marathon watching. Um, the kids are pretty good in this, too. I think we have Greg and Amy. Is that the, the two kids?
2: Don't have the foggiest notion.
1: Um, but, uh, Lana, again, another visual, the, the, the house has eyes. The
2: house is watching you.
1: Like the, it does a great idea. I mean, it has a whole, there's a whole history of it there. I think it's like, there's. Well, it's
2: based on a true crime and I'm going to have my friend Tyler Doobie. She's going to send over a quick voice snippet. She was supposed to be on the podcast today, but due to some visitors at her house, uh, that didn't quite go as planned. Now, those are
1: biological visitors, right? Not the spiritual ones.
2: I'm not going to confirm nor deny. Okay. She might be dealing with a little honking of her own, okay? Uh,
1: but I I do believe that this was a house that existed in Long Island, in New York. Um,
2: so did your mom show it to you then?
1: Yes. That's why. That's how I, I saw it. She's
2: like, New York? Yeah.
1: I remember when I was a kid, it's it's but Now I I feel like a lot of horror movies are specifically made to like, like maybe eleven to thirteen year old kids this is like not. to be scared. <laughs> you no, know what I mean is like, like I feel like as an adult you're scared of things, but like when you're you're kind of a kid and you're kind of understanding what's going on.
2: Yeah, if you catch one early, it can <clears> really mess with you. Right,
1: and it's like it stays with you forever. Like at the original, it is like that for me. Where I was just terrified of like that, like clowns and stuff like that. I was terrified of this because of the the um, the the real story of it. Um,
2: this is another one with one of those endings that I like.
1: Oh yeah! Oh, and We're not gonna... great dog it has a great dog.
2: Yes, it does have a great dog.
1: Um, oh, it also has the wonderful trope. I think is the first one. Where there's an entire part of the house that is inside the house, like they knock I down a that, wall.
2: I think that's how houses work.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> but like, there's like a wall that, like, they knock down a wall, yes, and there's a, oh. right, right, that goes to places. Uh, I like the way that they use the like the flies is really creepy. Oh,
2: that was too much. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree. Um they have a lot of like religious imagery uh with like the Catholic church um I
2: think the couple that came are really cool based on real people um definitely would like to go down the rabbit hole a little more learn more about it yeah um cuz I know it's it's based on so that could be tight or loose you know um how that goes
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a pretty
2: good movie. Um. Wouldn't say it's my favorite. It's good. Um. One of those is not rewatchable for me.
1: Yeah, you're like yeah. The first time is enough times.
0: Um. I'm looking to see where
1: I think we. I think we watched on Hulu, right? i believe that's where we saw it yeah, i think so yeah
2: if not i'll take note
1: of it um yeah I, I definitely recommend looking into the true crime part because it's based on a story written by jay anson of the of being true crime um it is also it carries on the tradition mm-hmm. of the haunting um, the 1964 movie where the house is 100 percent a character yes
2: um, I'd say this house is a much bigger character than in the first.
0: No! Wrong uh, one! Haunting a villa. Yeah, yeah. They have no. the wrong names, man.
1: Um <laughs> So I'm gonna move from that to Man, I can't wait to do our top list because it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Spoiler! This um, one is fucked. The changeling. link. This
2: one is fucked. Trigger warning. You're going to watch a boy being drowned violently in a bathtub twice. So do take care. It is not one I will watch again, and that is why. That is too much. This was terrifying. I'm not watching it again.
1: Um, In part, though, it is very good.
2: It is great, but I don't need to see it ever again.
1: This one... Uh... Would you rewatch it? Yeah, I would. I mean, it, that scene is tough, um, but I... I guess I could
2: just get into my phone during that part.
1: <laughs> um, I think... So let, let me introduce this one. Uh, Changeling, directed by Peter Medak, is written by Russell Hunter, William Crane, Diana Maddox, uh, stars, I mean, George <clears throat> C. Scott, he is amazing in this. He's a very good actor, but in this, he is incredible. Um, Some of the other stuff that he's been in is, like, Patton, Hustler, um, but he is just... um, Yeah, I think he won an Oscar for playing Patton.
0: Um, Sorry, I'm going to... No, he
1: won for... The 1962. No, sorry, he won for Patton. He refused to be nominated in the hustler. That's wild. Um but he is he is so good at this. Like he plays a uh music director who goes from New York to Seattle.
2: That's why I watch it again.
1: Uh, he loses his well, his 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 family dies in front of him on vacation. Um and then that prompts him to move to Seattle. He uh stays he uh we get the old Airbnb of uh <laughs> staying in a, a nice mansion that was vacated. Uh then we also are somehow thrust into uh uh a, a Republican senator who's corrupt, man they're way ahead of their time. This is before even uh uh the presidency of Ronald Reagan. Um Hey, there's not, a, not enough things I could say. Um who, who is the big person in this one? Uh Trish uh Van Deer DeVere plays Claire Norman. Uh Senator Michael's played by Melvin Douglas. I think Gene uh Joanna Russell plays Jean Marsh, who I think is the person who runs the seance. I gotta say, the Seance thing the 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 there's two there's two specific scenes or at least visuals that I will never ever forget from this movie. The the seance where they're writing down quickly.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, that one was scary.
1: About Joseph and how he died, and then the the red ball.
2: Oh yeah, that croquet ball. Don't.
1: Don't, yeah don't, 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 don't. uh the 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 really crazy voice uh that they use for the the boy um it's
2: guys like why am I the one that has to deal with this
1: But he's super cool with it though
2: he is he's not he's I not like I feel like bye
1: he's not like oh my god this is scary he's like I need to help this spirit who's inhabiting the house mm-hmm. like that's the first time I think I think it's the only one where they're like Yo, we need to help these people, not like, oh my god, like they're horrible. Um I it's it's really it's so good. Um
2: another wild ending.
1: Yeah, the the ending is oh my god, it's really really wild. Like
2: like you think it's over and then it's like, "Oh no, now I'm over." Right. I also love when he chases down the senator at the airport. Oh, yeah. Yeah that, scene is,
1: yeah, that scene is really well done. Um, I love the cleverness he uses when he tells him something, but it's a lie. Oh, he he's like, it. I've
2: already told the police. Right. Which he hasn't. Haven't.
1: Yeah. But he wanted to see what the reaction would be. Okay. I love the showdown between him and the senator in his office. Um, he just plays everything so cool. The only thing I, I wish there was a connection to was more there was a cool connection between again, this is another music box where the music he's writing was also the music box, yeah, which was cool um great effects with the the opening and closing of the door. This is another one where there was a, a mysterious whole part of the house after that was scary too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you're like, oh my, like, and then the whole going in there, when and then the,
2: taking it down board by board,
1: and then the chair
2: that was fucking wild,
1: yeah. Uh, like, um, wow, that's the first time I've ever heard of the changeling. I've never, I never knew that before. i entirely knew what that was,
2: yeah. Do you, you want to you know tell them? Um, I feel like maybe I've heard it in passing, but I didn't I've really, never, ever I it. didn't really keep the definition into my head.
1: So, the changeling is a concept where they switch out a kid. Either they kill him or get rid of him, and then they get another one from an orphanage and they pretend they're the same person. A lot of times it's like a sick kid, like in the specific. Oh, but
2: they were more so than that. It's, it's supposed to be a fey child.
1: Oh, wh- what?
2: Like a fairy child.
1: Oh right in on I didn't get that I did not know that mm-hmm. Uh this one we saw on Peacock so if you want to watch this uh it is streaming on Peacock uh highly recommend it is fantastic again I still say that it's going to be very difficult uh for us to yeah. do that list I can't wait till we get to it <coughs> Now
2: definitely definitely I prefer a haunted house movie to a slasher um, really? Yes, because I love how much it works you up and you're, like, paying such close attention to, like, anything. And, like, a slasher, you're more focused on, like, when's the big bad coming? But this one right. is very, it's more insidious.
1: Ah, ironic. Ah. Um <clears throat> So I'm going to move on to that one because I want to make sure we don't go too, too long because... Uh, you guys all have lives. I've got to move on to, like maybe, the. Uh, it's hard to put this short of, of like, a masterpiece, and this is the 1980 Stanley Kubrick directed, uh, screenwriter along with Diane Johnson over the, insanely great Stephen King novel. The Shining. Over the a, Shining. Overlook Hotel. Uh, here's Johnny. Shelley now Duvall, Jack. We Nicholson. get
2: we get Parents of the Year awards because Luke has seen this movie.
1: Yeah, yes.
2: He loved it. He was scared, but
1: He really liked it. He yeah, liked it.
2: Tyler Doobie has not seen this movie. That Tyler Doobie, you need to watch the Shining.
1: Uh obviously that uh, Jack Nicholson. It is Jack it
2: is Nicholson. Remember uh, when Luke went around doing the finger thing yeah, yeah, for yeah. Danny?
1: Yeah. Danny Lloyd plays Danny. It also led to, I think, a really underrated, again, Mike Flanagan mm-hmm. project, Doctor Sleep. I think it was good. I got to rewatch it. We got to rewatch
2: it because I don't have any recollection of that. It was good. I said we need to watch it, and you're like, we have watched it.
1: We have. <laughs> um...
2: I think I was more focused on the hot tub at that point
1: yeah it was that was a good time um but it, uh, there the the blood you uh, talking about red door the blood elevator creepy old lady the red rum the um oh the creepy old oh, oh my god the uh the twins
2: the chase at the end
1: the chase at the end with the the axe.
2: Um, The ballroom sequence.
1: Yeah. And then Pay special
2: close attention to the pictures. Yeah. As you're in for a treat.
1: Um, I can't believe Tyler has not seen this.
2: I know. It's it so is, iconic.
1: It is so iconic. It is, I would say, honestly, maybe, like, the pinnacle of horror movies. Like, I. I so
2: many tropes. Come play with us.
1: Yeah, so many the twins in the and the blue. The 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 only the the worst part of the movie. Sorry, that's no, fine. The worst part of the movie is the uh, the poor abuse that Shelley Duvall went through when filming it. Like the 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 terrifying. Didn't they make her do that act sequence like hundreds billions of, of times? times? Yeah, when she's being chased up the stairs and she's falling backwards mm-hmm. and. Jack and you can just
2: see the fatigue in her arms, right? And she's a
0: small lady, like. Yeah. Um.
1: The 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 thing that I like is just the the stories about Jack Nicholson on set where um. Uh, they had to build a a stronger door. When he breaks it down, he goes, "Here's Johnny." From the you know the whole Johnny Carson stuff mm-hmm. is uh because he was a volunteer firefighter. He knew how to break down doors like that. Um just the ugh, again, um The walk in freezer. The walk in freezer, uh hilariously, the radio.
0: uh
1: very famously um there's a remake that they do. Um reception wise it's obviously not as good but uh, what I think is so funny is I think it was 97 was when they did the remake but uh, Stephen King prefers that one because it's a little more faithful to the, to the so now reception. I want to
2: watch that one so we'll have to come back with that
1: but um, but as far as like from a visual standpoint and from like the pacing is amazing the the concept of the shining where they can communicate with each other like telepathically um the look of the hotel the amazing tracking shot where Danny's on his bicycle and he's going through the hotel um room two three
2: seven literally any of the rooms just fucking stay out of them they're bad um oh and the guy who kind of oversees everything?
1: When he came oh, the back, the caretaker. Like, yes, yeah.
2: that death is so bad. Yeah,
1: I think Durkin is named the butler Lloyd. <coughs> He's like, oh yes, women—that's yeah, the problem.
2: All work, no play, make Jack a tall boy.
1: Yeah, and then make him have to type it on the typewriter two thousand times.
2: Oh my gosh, when she's going through that. Yeah, so good, maybe the best part of the movie just like, like just the fear that sets in when she's like you fucking asshole, this is what you've been doing yeah Cause the, <laughs> whole,
1: the whole thing is he they, they go to the Overlook Hotel to be caretakers but he also wants to write his novel oh my god I can't believe Stephen King would write a character about a novelist who goes crazy and it doesn't <laughs> sound like him at all um I'm going to move away from one legendary director in Stanley Kubrick to another uh, who actually wrote the screenplay to The Poltergeist, and that is Steven Spielberg's penned horror movie, The Poltergeist. So God! Uh, director Toby Hooper, who, if you were with us on our slasher podcast, did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, him and Steven Spielberg were good friends. If you could imagine that, uh, probably both enjoying uh, discussing their horror movies in the '70s, from Texas Chainsaw to Jaws. Um. I know that
2: Jaws is technically a creature feature, but my brain does not read it as horror.
1: I think it's because of the whole fact that John uh, John Williams, that uh, Steven Spielberg is the pioneer of like amblin' entertainment, like blockbuster movies, and so like Jaws to me is more of like a summer blockbuster Mm -hmm. than it is like a I'm watching this to be scared about something. It is frightening, and like they do terrifying things in Jaws, but. Uh, I think
2: it's also because like, my experience with Jaws for so long had just been the ride at Universal.
1: True, true.
2: So I'm like, I've seen this, I know this.
1: So along with it, uh, written by Steven Spielberg, directed by Toby Hooper, also written by Michael Grace and Mark Victor, it stars um, Jo Beth Williams, she's the mother, Diane Freeling. I think she's a great character. Um, Greg T. Nelson, um, very, very young Greg T. Nelson, uh, has all of his hair and it's brown. Uh, Beatrice Strait, who plays one of the people who come in as the um, like paranormal people. There's also Dana Freeling, uh, I mean, Dominique Dune, who plays the daughter, Dana Freeling, Oliver Robbins, who plays the son, Robbie Freeling. Um and then I think one of the best child actors of all time who tragically passed away so young, Heather O'Rourke as Carol Ann Freeling. Um we talked about this when we watched the movie. I, I mean she was
2: so good. She makes the movie.
1: She really does. And I honestly think um so I I have a kind of a hot take about the movie. Um I think the first hour is maybe the best horror movie of all time. And I think after when she disappears, it drags down significantly.
2: Yeah, because she's pulling the movie so much. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: I, I know, I know, but I think to me it drags when, and this is my like only critique of the movie, I think it drags when she disappears and there's so much talk of because I think this is a Steven Spielberg thing because he loves dissecting like how things work and why things are things the way they are. Uh but I think there's so much it drags down when we get all the paranormal people in there. Mm-hmm. Less creepy things happen and and more like it's just like like it's more talking than also from showing. that
2: time it seems more like natural disasters are occurring like when the house is shaking and right
1: like... uh, the um what i like about it is again this is again why i say that the first hour is just a perfect horror movie um i love how excited they are at like like oh look we can get a chair to move oh look we can get our little you know like their daughter to move isn't this crazy and like they're just having fun with it and, and they their are relationship
2: is so good. It's so cute. They're not, like, fighting each other. They're not, like, they're just such a wholesome family, which I really like.
1: Yeah. Um, what's wild is not only that Heather O'Rourke, the, the youngest daughter, but the, the teenage daughter um, uh, died also very young at the age of 22. Um, she was,
0: unfortunately, um,
1: uh, like, killed by her ex-boyfriend.
2: Um,
1: what's really fun is all the terrors that Robbie, like, the boy had, like, with the, the, the tree, and then the clown, those were, like, specifically Steven Spielberg's biggest fears. (laughs) Um...
0: Yeah, I think
1: that uh, I think it's a great movie. I think that my only critique of it um, is I feel like that the uh, I feel like
2: the last app is he was just too excited to show everything that he could do. No, I think the
1: ending is great. (laughs) Yeah, I just think that there's a the middle hour drags, 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 drags. I think the first hour the uh, is is perfect i think the last especially because you think it's all over and then you're like you didn't move the bodies yeah. you dug up the graves but you didn't move them on it's just a great yeah. like stinger i like how um it's it's like a little bit of like a critique on capitalism and like the horrible things that were really being done to a lot of communities in the 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 interest of selling houses um just like it's great it's it's i think it's a great movie again like my only critique is that middle part okay we get to beetle guys
2: definitely the not as strong as the others
1: oh my god i am so shocked to hear that you it. before we move on though i wanted to make sure um if you want to see the Poltergeist, I believe that's streaming on Max. I just want to double check. Yeah, it's streaming on Max. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, which we saw, that was streaming on Was it also it was also on Max.
2: I want to say Max, yeah.
1: Um okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I didn't want to I thought I was going to come up here and be like, was not that good?
2: Well, it lit- I think it's kind of in the wrong genre.
1: Me too.
2: But we're like, it's fun, let's do it. It, um, is, it is fun. It's just it's much more, like, it seems more like a parody to me than that.
1: Actual. And that's one thing I'll say. And
2: if you count it as a parody, then it's great. It's great.
1: Yeah. But
2: Along with all of these great horror movies, it just didn't hit the mark for me. And also, I feel like everybody knows Beetlejuice. Like, we don't have to really go down what Beetlejuice is. Like
1: I will say a couple of things. First off, Beetlejuice made The Year of My Birth, 1988, mm-hmm. uh, directed by the great Tim Burton, who at the time, I think, was only known for, what was the movie that they that they were like,
2: hey, this is
1: the guy who did this. Uh, I now I gotta see before, but this is before anything else. This is before he did Batman, this is before he did
2: Edward Scissorhands.
1: Edward Scissorhands. Um, gosh, this is before all of that stuff. Now I gotta, I gotta find out Ed Wood. We gotta see Edward Wood one day. Uh, he was known for doing,
0: um,
1: Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That was the big movie that he was known for before doing this. Uh so Tim Burton, uh obviously now legendary. He's filmmaker. like,
2: no, man, I'm actually spooky. Uh
1: and this is like if we if you did a if this was a podcast, which it's it is a podcast, but it was a podcast about like the career of Tim Burton Tim Burton, this started the whole like weird slice between comedy and hard that whole like the whole look, the thing that like how Nightmare on before Christmas is like like it just like that's like a s it's a specific like a uh, a look, a style. This all star like the the sand world or whatever the sand world is so funny. Well the sand, the whole world yeah. looks like Nightmare Before Christmas. Like the whole claymation aspect of it um but yeah, so it's directed by Tim Burton, written by Michael McDowell, Larry Wilson, Warren's Screen. <coughs> Stars very young Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis. Um I think one of the things about this movie that's so it has Catherine O'Hara. It has <laughs> um this guy who's almost in every single 80s movie and 90s movie, Jeffrey Jones. Winona Ryder, a writer, super young, who plays Wednesday Addams, but not Wednesday Addams. Uh, Glenn Shadix plays Otho, um, and obviously Michael Keaton. Before he even did Batman, which is the next film Tim Burton did, um, he was Beetlejuice. And something I did not realize when I saw it is just how little Beetlejuice is in Beetlejuice.
2: Okay. This is not the same thing as what you're saying. How is this movie PG? He literally honks his dick. Honk honk. You can watch it happen. It's PG. It's a they say fuck. There's more it is, it is not PG. I'm telling you.
0: That's what it is. This is what
1: they I don't put know it is. Who
2: they paid.
1: But, <clears throat> but um Yeah, I Again, a lot of it is now. I feel like so much into pop culture. Uh, like it's iconic as like a style, but like if you were to break it down as a movie, I really feel like
0: like it was fun.
1: Yeah, it was. It was like it was an entertaining hour and a half. But I, I, even some of the bits that they do are really tired. Yeah, uh, I kind of like the one. Way- also, was
2: really. Fondly. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like, like I know he has to be creepy, but
1: like yeah, there's also a lot of like <coughs> I like the way the music is used in this, like the Harry Balafonte stuff. Some of the the, the haunting stuff is kind of cool, but it's like I don't know, it's it's so cheesy, It's
2: so dated. This is yeah weird. It
1: is. Weirdly, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. For a movie that came out so many years after a lot of these movies, mm-hmm. it does not hold up very well in my opinion either. But yeah, if you want to see that, that is streaming on Max as well. Um,
2: now we are going to be getting a remake um, in 2024. Oh really? And um, speaking of Wednesday Adams, Jen Ortega is going to be in it.
1: Did that? That yeah. Guarantee
2: this could. one might be really good because, like, I like the idea, but it just.
1: Eh. So we go from something that's dated to more of our more modern. Uh, really, last couple of years, haunted house movies. Uh, and it both of them directed by James Wan. This one written by Lee Winnell stars Patrick Wilson, Rose Byrne, Ty Simpkins. This one is the 2010 Insidious. <coughs> this is a movie about them moving to a new house. Um, there's uh, apparently. Their son is gifted and uh, is able to, like, astral travel, but then demons try to inherit, like, his body. Um, it's visually very creepy. Uh, James Wan does a lot of things where, like, you don't see something creepy and then, like, then he'll show a flash of, like, a really scary red face.
2: He hides it in between the spaces of like film, like especially like right,
1: as if it was turning over, and then
2: very much like shutter functions are
1: yeah. popular in this movie. Um,
0: this one was really scary. Um,
1: the séance thing was also really creepy in this one. Um, it's. For me it's it's good like i i enjoy it it's a really good uh example of modern horror there's a, a whole series of it now mm-hmm. there's like three or four chapters there's like
2: a red door
1: yeah there's two three last key red door
2: so now that's at least two that we've seen with red doors and them haunted houses
1: right uh this one um yeah it's good it's 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 like um it's a really good example of uh the uh the ending is very surprising
0: oh wow, yeah uh
1: you won't see it coming um, uh this one you don't want to go into an attic um it's a bad idea, just in general just, just don't go into attics. um very famously this film this film was shot in just 3 weeks. Oh wow. Um
0: Yeah. Um It definitely kept up with the intensity the whole time.
1: Oh, for sure. And um I mean James Wan uh, has done so many different things. Like he's done the Saw stuff, he's done uh another movie we'll talk about. Um, he's I mean he's great man. Like he's just he just did the last Saw movie. He did
0: Megan. Um, yeah,
1: keep I mean keep him coming. You know what I mean? Like just just keep on making these crazy movies. Um,
0: uh, his name
1: hilariously is you could see it in the film. Oh yeah, uh, on the board. Yeah, also the spa jigsaw you can mm-hmm. see as a reference to that. Uh, we're going to go from one James Wan film to another, and that is The Conjuring, which I think is the better movie of the two in my opinion. Uh, this one features the uh, Patrick Wilson again, Vera Amiga, he's his partner, and he's worried about uh, I think he plays a priest. She's like more of like a Chandler. Mm-hmm. Uh Ron Livingston's in it. Lily Taylor. Uh Mackenzie Foy is in it. Um and it's uh a real story. Um uh, remember at the end they show the the actors to the 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 actual people. Uh follows two paranormal investigators uh Who usually see things that are not real, they are just fake, but in this case, they really they they do like an exorcism and everything. Um, and it's the house is haunted. House, house is, is some,
0: looking at you. Yeah,
1: the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the birds die. The dog dies sadly. Um, music box. There's also the mysterious door behind the the member underneath Mm -hmm. the where like it leads to a whole basement that wasn't part of the house. Um, the poor wife is like completely
2: not having a good time.
1: No, no, not a good time at all.
2: Do the dead come to possess the living? Yes, they do.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah,
1: I uh, it was good. You, you watch it, it's scary. Um It's I think it's probably James Wan's best film, unless you want to use the original song, because like you did that for like ten thousand um, dollars. But I think I think we'll end there on our movies. We'll go back and rank them. Uh, what are some tropes that you've noticed in Haunted House movies? Some of them we talked about already, but
2: right. Red Door.
1: Okay, That's there's only
2: two so far, but still
1: <clears throat> I think a large part of it is having uh happy, loving couples that go into insanity. And so they want to show that like it started off in one place and ended in another place. Mm-hmm. There's definitely like forbidden doors like Red Door, but yeah, forbidden doors or
2: closing doors, doors that are working without even using them.
1: Um, obviously, pets. There are a lot of pets.
2: Music boxes.
1: A lot of music boxes. Addicts. Um, addicts. <laughs> uh, what else would you say? Um, seances, uh, exorcisms, um. Usually the the house is a character. Um,
0: and they
2: don't care. They will haunt children. They will hurt your children. Like, they're not being precious here. No, Where a lot of things will, like, not do that.
0: Alright, you want to go to the ranking? Sure.
1: Okay. So we have House on Haunted Hill, Innocence, The Haunting, Amityville, Changeling, Shining, Ultra Geist, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, just kidding, Insidious and the Conjuring. Okay, right? those are our, our movies we're gonna rank. And I'm gonna
2: Beetlejuice is at the bottom, obviously.
1: Really? You're gonna put Beetlejuice below House on Haunted Hill
2: and then I'm going to put that right above Beetlejuice.
1: Okay, so far... I uh, just
2: feel like it gave it more really... to the genre than Beetlejuice did.
1: Okay. So, maybe one of the things we could also do is shout, like, a couple of other movies that could fit this, like The Others, which we didn't get a chance to watch, but that you would feel would be much more superior to, yes. like, Beetlejuice. And The
2: Others was great. Okay. I haven't seen it in years, Me but too. we That's definitely got didn't
1: Um... He said the house on Haunted Hill. Okay, so now, now I
2: feel once once we're done with that, it really tightens up from there. I
1: disagree. Um I think not a stinker, but I think the two modern ones aren't as good as some of the other ones. So I would put Insidious at eight. I feel
0: like Insidious
1: be up there. Really? Okay. What about what about Amityville?
0: I really like Amityville, so I'm not sure with that.
1: Okay. What about
0: The Conjuring? That could go a little lower.
1: Really, you didn't like The Conjuring as much as Insidious?
2: Excuse
1: me. I'm gonna go cough. All right. Have fun. <coughs> I just did it on on record on wax. Um. I'm gonna mention a couple of other movies that are Haunted House movies before we get to the rest that are honorable mentions that uh we would maybe in the future love to cover. Uh we did see the haunted mansion, but uh I wouldn't really wouldn't put it in my top of uh anything.
0: Um There's also the. um, Oh gosh.
1: We didn't get a chance to see it, but The Uninvited 1944 is supposed to be very good. Um, There is a really wild movie called House in nineteen seventy seven, which is a uh a Japanese horror movie.
0: Um there's
1: also The Ghost and Mrs. Murr. Uh We Are Still Here, The Orphanage, um, these are other movies that you know if you get a chance to, we haven't really. But if you want to see them, I'd recommend a really old one, also The Curse of the Cat People, a 1944 movie.
2: I actually want to see that. <laughs>
1: um, but let's get back to our list. So far, we have. So, why why would you put Insidious over the contrary? It
2: terrified me.
1: Insidious did. Yes. Okay.
2: I think I'm a little further removed from conjuring movies because it's very like Exorcism.
1: Yeah, but I, I like the whole like the, the whole idea that it was a witch and then it was terrifying like what he the witch did to their family, like killed their own son.
2: And then um so with Insidious I just thought like it, it really scared me. It was really scary. Um, it had me like the whole time. I think
1: that there was for me, I think that there were some slow parts though that's really I kinda... do when
2: they're getting blending out of the house, but um, also like the man character non phantom um, yeah,
1: but it it kind of comes to light tests. a little bit longer
2: at till ten thirty but it kind of comes to light
1: it kind of comes to light a little bit more, I think, in my opinion about why he's. But the so I
2: find astral projection much more likely than like a straight up demonic possession. Now okay. I know they're working towards possessing in the movie, but it just it I guess that part interests me more. Okay. Another good exorcism movie is the Exorcism of Emily Rose. I don't know if you've seen that one, but it's so like
1: binge. Well we're gonna get to that kind of stuff hopefully mm-hmm. next week. Um, but no, I have not seen that one. Uh, all right, so let's go back to our list. So I'll put the conjuring at eight. So now we have to have the fight between do we do Insidious or do we do Amityville? Or is this where
2: I would put Amityville below Insidious?
1: Okay, so we have Amityville
0: at seven. Mm-hmm. Okay this
1: is where i i i only disagree because i would put the conjuring on uh, the sorry i put insidious lower but i do understand i'm willing to make that um concise Archive. conceit uh concession all right so here's our we have I think that this is definitely where Insidious goes, because after that, we have the Innocence, the Haunting, the Changeling, the Shining, and Poltergeist. That's fair. So is this where we're going to put Insidious? Okay. Here's, here's what's left, then. The Innocence, the Haunting, the Changeling, the Shining, Poltergeist. Do you want me to I would
0: say the
2: shining, given so No. so
1: great. Nope. Disagree. <laughs> I will refuse. Refuse. Changeling? No. I would put the haunting here.
0: I really like the
1: haunting. I do too. And it's really good and it's so influential. And I'm so proud of you for like liking a movie from like nineteen sixty one. Or 964? Three? 63, one of these years?
2: Definitely broadening my horizons with the podcast.
1: Um, But The Shining is a masterpiece. But this is lesbians. There's also lesbians in other ones, too. <laughs> Shining at five would be...
0: Who do you think?
1: What do you mean? What movie? The Haunting. Haunting yeah
0: <coughs> jeez yeah oh, I'm dying everyone I'm dying.
2: <laughs> uh, let's make the case for other movies we'll, we'll we'll talk about it,
1: okay. The innocence has to be up there. that's
2: top three. gotta be
1: the changeling
2: I'd say the changeling is
0: four. Okay, poltergeist fine, um, we could do haunting,
2: then poltergeist, then
1: so the haunting is five
2: mm-hmm.
1: poltergeist is four
2: No, I thought it was six and five.
1: no, six is insidious.
2: Mm.
1: haunting is five, poltergeist four four so shining two, is three. Does that mean that the changeling is one, no. or is the innocence one? The innocence is one. You're gonna put the innocence is one.
2: I'll put changeling is three. Okay, shining can go number two.
1: I'll give you that. I think that's a good list.
2: All right, run down number one. On. one. Let is me the write innocence. it down. Let me
1: write down. Hold on. We gotta make sure we're happy with this. So changeling,
0: shining, and then. The Innocence. That's
1: so number
2: one.
1: The Innocence. The, the Shining. The Shining. Number two. Number three. The Changeling. Changeling. Number four. Poltergeist. Okay. Number five. The Haunting. Okay. Number six. Insidious. Mm-hmm. Seven. Mm-hmm. Amityville. Eight. Conjuring. Actually,
2: I think we're going to put. Conjuring above Animus, though. I think it's better than Animus. Really? What do you think?
0: I probably agree with you. Alright, make that change. i don't right now. But that's only because I put the Conjuring probably above Insidious.
2: Now we can go ahead and revisit that once we've seen all the Insidious and all the Conjuring. Because the Conjurings also have Annabelle. Oh, so that's a doll, which is another trope.
1: Right. Well, I don't think that's a trope. It's a horror movie trope, oh, but it's not really a trope. Possessed items are a trope. But. That's true. Uh, so, the haunting, the House on Haunted Hill and Geist. So again, from top to bottom. Actually, let's go sports. Sports to ten, top ten to one, so ten Beetlejuice. We're okay with that. I
0: thought we had eleven on there.
1: No, just ten.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nine, The House on Haunted Hill. Eight, Amityville. Mm-hmm. Seven, Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Six, Insidious. Mm-hmm. Now, I really think that there's like a tier separation. Like I'd see like our two tier tier separations is ten and nine. I think is is low. Agreed. I think eight through six is decent. Matter of fact, I would even say ten and nine is like barely watchable to not really watchable. I would say eight to six is like, yeah, it's it's like a like you'll want to watch fun. it at least once. Yeah, um, and then I would say five through one, like, is essential viewing. Yeah, um, because I, I I really feel like every like six through ten is like our our Okay, movies. I feel like 1 through 5 is like every single one of these are bangers.
2: I feel like you'd be like, okay, this one's a 9. This is a 9.1. I saw also right. a 9.1 but it's so just in that The order. Haunting.
1: what is the Shirley Jackson mm-hmm. one. The pol- Poltergeist. The Changeling.
0: Do we want to switch Changeling and
1: Poltergeist or are you good with that? I'm just asking. I'm being devil's advocate, which is very helpful for these.
2: I would actually put Poltergeist up
1: above The Changeling, just
2: because I believe there's a great deal of rewatchability there, and um, I think it did more for the genre.
1: I I'm also thinking about so if, we also want to do like if we do influence, that is also important, and Poltergeist definitely deserves to be above Changeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could even argue, argue the haunting over for changeling. Do you want to do that? Yeah. You want to put changeling five then?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll do haunting at four. That's that's how good these movies are, folks. Like that's how.
2: Like our last one, we had no trouble. It was a little bit hairy at the end there, but.
1: Yeah, because I think it was mostly between the two, mm-hmm. the nightmare and Elm, and the. Um. Anyway. Nightmare and Element uh
0: what was the other one we were like? Halloween. are Halloween. good too but um
1: so, so our list so five changeling now four of the haunting three poltergeist two the shinning and then one the innocence
2: That'll make dad happy he'll feel like he won this podcast
1: I think your dad wins this podcast every time we do a podcast
2: never say that so we'll edit that out
0: we're gonna edit that out <laughs> I all
2: will right. not edit that out I am not
1: up to it <laughs> um well that I think that does it for us other than being
2: super sick it's been a super fun podcast we super enjoyed watching all the movies
1: did we super enjoy it
2: even the ones we didn't like love as much it was still fun Like,
1: yeah like um, watching
2: movies together is one of our favorite things, and reason why we've done the
1: podcast, yeah, and it's just it's almost like an excuse to be able to do that,
2: yeah, well it it has more weight now, and we can be like, we're working, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, this is, this is <laughs> if only we can now convince the i r s that every single time we rent a movie, it's
2: I think we could actually write that off once we claim stuff,
1: all right, we'll just have to edit that part out so they don't know that, we're doing. <laughs> um. In all sincerity, though, uh, thank you for listening this far. Uh, You guys are, like, the true fans of our podcast. for
2: the voices, but we've got to work with what we have. Uh,
1: We hope we gave you uh, more than enough. um...
2: If you haven't seen The Innocents, watch it.
1: Yeah. Again, there's a great copy on YouTube. You
2: probably haven't done it. It's free what, about two hours. Um, It's worth it.
1: No, yeah, it's it is definitely worth it, uh, and Honestly, I think one of the things—any of
2: the top five,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, any of the top five are fantastic movies. I, uh, I, I just there's not enough that can be said about how incredible the experience was to watch it. There's a great, great copy of it on YouTube right now. Um,
2: does it even have subtitles?
1: It does have subtitles. You could add that on if you want. Uh, you will go in thinking one thing and it is it is incredible like it just I, I can't
2: again this is why the others exist and the yeah. others is great
1: it yeah, is great
2: but this wow
1: um, again thank you listeners uh, I think we're about to the end here you'll catch us again on Friday Friday we should definitely be ready for our so if you if you have thoughts if you want to hear our thoughts
2: of through the decades
1: that is for next week. Yeah. No, no, no. Friday we're going to talk about the house of we're going to talk about oh, the Oh, I thought fall. we were
2: doing spooky things first and then doing the others so I got that order a little floppy Yeah. Properly. So
1: we're going to do the because we got to watch all yeah. those movies. The how, 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 fall watch we're almost done. Spoiler alert, you're going to really want to hear our opinions.
2: We have gonna, a lot of them, or you're going to hate our opinions and maybe stop listening to us.
1: Either way, you'll that's love
2: it. That's a risk we're willing to
1: Hopefully, take. Yes, we stand by them.
2: Remember, rate, review, subscribe, share. I'll put those socials up for you. If you're looking for a podcast, Pretty Question much
0: everywhere.
2: Box, exclamation point, or a podcast 23, a podcast23 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, I feel like that's the only thing we're really lacking here is like responses from y'all. So yes,
1: we w- we please. don't bite
2: unless you want us to. So just that's go one of ahead. the things that
1: we talked about was we would want to have more engagement.
2: Yes, like this is fun, but it's even more fun when more people buy in.
1: Yes. So leave comments, uh email us.
2: Suggestions. Say our opinion is shit. We will I don't know, maybe we'll fight you on it'll be fun. Like
1: tell us your favorite apples to Bob for
2: um Mitchell. You used to eat apples whole, including the seeds.
1: And this is something that Luke likes reminding, reminding me every time.
2: Okay, but also, Mom, <laughs> I said something about an apple, and you, and she was like, "Oh my God, remember when he just ate the whole apple?" This boy eats the seeds and the stem. Like, what the heck?
1: So, if you're if you're a true apple king like I am,
2: have you eaten apples Yes, all the
1: way Yes. Do you do you have to own every aspect of the apple to know <laughs> that you have the apple? Um, the
2: apple of my eye.
1: Tell us what your favorite haunted house movies are. Tell us um, what you know what's
2: good. Monster House. It's a it's an animated one on Netflix for forever. It's a kids movie. It's really cute.
1: Oh, there you go. So if you want to watch one with your kids, uh, as much as I trashed it, it the haunted the one that's the haunted mansion one, which we covered in the previous podcast, isn't bad to watch with your kids and probably something okay, if like... you watch
2: it with your kids. It's a great film. But, uh, if you're just you wanting to watch it for yourself, maybe choose something else.
1: Yeah. Wait advice. until your
2: niece or nephew is in town.
1: Um but yeah, I think that's it for me. The only thing I really want to make sure to remind you is uh do they ever return to possess the living? Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Or and not. I don't
2: normally know. I would say see you next Tuesday, but I'm going to be seeing you on Tuesday when it releases. So see you next Friday, and then subsequently next Tuesday. Thanks so much. Bye. Stay spoopy.